Hey guys, this is Dale Tedder, and welcome to the Walking Points podcast for this week. Today we're going to be continuing our study on spiritual power, and that is a study we're doing that's talking primarily about what it means to live the Christian life in the power uh, and under the direction of the Holy Spirit. And today we're going to be talking about the Spirit uh, Speaks. And what we mean by that is, have you ever read the Bible uh, and really had the light bulb go off and have an aha moment? Uh, well, we believe that's the Holy Spirit illuminating your mind, uh, renewing your mind, giving you better, deeper understanding. We probably all know people who've read the Bible who got nothing out of it. And uh, it, it can be read like that, you know, just as some information, or it can have a real renewing and transforming power in your life. And we believe when that happens, it's a work of the Holy Spirit. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Thanks for joining us. Here we go. Hey guys, this is Pastor Dale, and welcome to Lesson 3 in our series on spiritual power. And today's lesson is on uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, and it's called The Spirit Speaks. And that's really important uh, as we seek to live in the power of the Holy Spirit, to follow not only in the power, but follow the, the direction of the Holy Spirit, uh, you might ask yourself, how do I know what I know about Jesus? How do I know what I know about salvation? Uh, and of course, the answer is God's word, but I bet you know people <clears throat> who have read the Bible and gotten nothing out of it, or they went and heard a great evangelist and they were not moved to receive Jesus as their savior, or they read a Christian book and didn't think much of it or had a conversation with you about your faith and said, well, that's good for you, but that's just not for me. Uh, we all have some version of that story. And so the question you may ask when you think about these things, uh, your question may be, well, why me and not them? Well, the Bible makes it pretty clear. It's not because you're smarter. It's not because you are uh, more spiritual. It's not because of your education and fill in the blank. Uh, it's because of the work of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit has to do a work of revealing the truth of God's Word, <clears throat> the truth that we receive from the Scriptures, the truth that we hear uh, in a deep place whenever we hear the gospel proclaimed. When someone hears that um, and then responds to it and then lives their lives, uh, lives their life based on that, uh, the wisdom of God versus the wisdom of this world, then you can know for sure that that's the Holy Spirit working in that person's life. Um, the, the scriptures tell us that the Holy Spirit testifies with our spirit that we are a child of God. And that work of the Spirit happens prior to us coming to know Christ. And that work of the Holy Spirit works as we are growing in our faith and trying to live a spiritually empowered life through the power of the Holy Spirit. So I want to read 1 Corinthians chapter 2. I have to tell you, I was really moved by this scripture. I read it the other day, and it just sort of uh, did a number on me. I reflected on it. I, I meditated upon it all day long. I wrote down some notes in a journal, and my temptation would be to spend the next two hours with you talking about it, but I, 
I'm going to do my best to stick with our time frame here, but I do want to read it. It's a very short chapter, and I encourage you even right now to pause the video and read 1 Corinthians 2 for yourself, uh, then turn on the video again. <clears throat> I'm going to walk through it a little bit, just hit some highlights, and then uh, I would encourage you after I'm done, uh, pick up the Bible again, read 1 Corinthians 2 again, and just meditate on it, reflect on it. Um, see how it's true in your own life, or maybe you notice that you, you want it to be true in your life because maybe you're not experiencing some of the things that it talks about. Whatever the case may be, uh, spend some time in prayer, spend some time reading 1 Corinthians 2. I think it'll bless you as it has blessed me. So let me share the screen here, and we will bring up 1 Corinthians. There we go, 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Like I said, it's the whole chapter, which is not very long as Bible chapters go. So let me go ahead and just, I'm going to read it through <clears throat> in its entirety, and then I'll go back and we'll look at a few things together. So this is the Apostle Paul, and he writes, and so it was with me, brothers and sisters, when I came to you, I did not come with eloquence or human wisdom as I proclaimed to you the testimony about God. For I resolved to know nothing while I was with you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. I came to you in weakness, with great fear and trembling. My message and my preaching were not with wise and persuasive words, but with a demonstration of the Spirit's power, so that your faith might not rest on human wisdom, but on God's power. We do not, however, speak a message of wisdom among the mature. I'm sorry, we, we try that again. We do, however, speak a message of wisdom among the mature, but not the wisdom of this age or the rulers of this age who are coming to nothing. No, we declare God's wisdom, a mystery that has been hidden and that God destined for our glory before time began. None of the rulers of this age understood it, for if they had, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. However, as it is written, what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, and what no human mind has conceived, the things God has prepared for those who love him. These are the things God has revealed to us by his Spirit. The Spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. For who knows a person's thoughts except their own spirit within them? In the same way, no one knows the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. What we have received is not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, so that we may understand what God has freely given us. This is what we speak, not in words taught, by, uh, taught us by human wisdom, but in words taught by the spirit, explaining spiritual realities with spirit-taught words. The person without the spirit does not accept the things that come from the spirit of God, but considers them foolishness and cannot understand them because they are discerned only through the Spirit. The person with the Spirit makes judgments about all things, but such a person is not subject to merely human judgments. For who has known the mind of the Lord so as to instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. So the short version of this is that it takes a work of the Holy Spirit to, to teach us to uh, interpret and illuminate God's word for us. And so from the very beginning, uh, 
God revealed his truth. Uh, he revealed himself all through the Old Testament, through Moses, through Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and Moses, and David, and then through the prophets. Uh, we heard from God. We saw God's works throughout Scripture, what sometimes is called redemptive history, uh, as God has moved from Genesis through Revelation and, and uh, given us his authoritative word. And then he came in the person of his son, Jesus Christ. And that, of course, is God most clearly revealed in Jesus. But we only know about Jesus because we have God's word. And while there may be some uh, historians of the day who were not Christians who commented on Jesus, certainly the authoritative word on Jesus comes through the Bible. And so God took regular people, uh, and they were just, they were people like you, people like me, and God inspired them with this Holy Spirit. He breathed out his truth into them and through them, and so they wrote according to their own abilities. So if you read different books of the Bible, they have different levels of sophistication in the original Greek. And yet, uh, God did not strip away their humanity or their own personalities uh, as he gave us his word, but he inspired them for the content of what they were going to be communicating. And so from the Gospels into Acts and through the letters all the way to Revelation, we have the truth of the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ revealed to us uh, by the Holy Spirit. So we have that book, and we believe it's the inspired word of God. And yet, as we read that book, as I mentioned earlier, someone can read the Bible. Indeed, many people have read the Bible and not been touched. So there's a sense in which we need to read the Bible in faith, uh, in a sense of dependence upon the Holy Spirit to enliven our spirit to uh, renew our mind, to illuminate our minds, so that as we read it, <clears throat> it speaks to us, it moves us, it inspires us, it corrects us, it uh, encourages us, whatever it may be that we need. And that's why I, I've talked about this a million times in my Bible studies over the years, that people can read the Bible as I have, and, and maybe you have as well, you can read the same verse over and over and over again over the course of 10 or 15, 20, 50 years, and still you can read it another time, and it can speak to you in an entirely different way because you're in a different place. And because it's a book that is alive, the Holy Spirit takes it and brings it into your present setting to address you where you are not just your outward circumstances, but what's going on inside of you. And that's a work of the Holy Spirit. That's that divine wisdom that Paul speaks of here, and not merely the human wisdom. Uh, my favorite book outside the Bible, many of you know, is Pilgrim's Progress. And there's a very famous character in that story, and his name is Mr. Worldly Wise Man. And John Bunyan, who wrote Pilgrim's Progress, is not leaving his names to be... Uh, they're not mere hints at who the person is or what they represent. I mean, he's telling you by the name of the person, he's a man who represents the wisdom of this world and not God's wisdom. And Paul says in the chapter right before this one, in fact, you would do well to read chapter one of 1 Corinthians as well, at least from verses 18 to the end, he talks about the, he contrasts the wisdom of the world versus the wisdom of God and how when people 
who have been more influenced by this world, the patterns of this world, the fallenness, the sinfulness, the brokenness of this world, and the uh, the foolishness of this world, which the world thinks is actually wisdom. But when you're influenced by that, you're not going to be going in the direction God wants you to go in. But when you have been led by the Holy Spirit, filled by the Holy Spirit, uh, when you've read God's word and the Holy Spirit has done a work in you, then you are able to see God's wisdom in that. And so what the big idea is from this, and I'm looking at my time and I've already taken up the whole time almost, the big idea in this is that when you come to Holy Scripture, which I hope you do, I hope you read it every day, I hope you meditate on it, even if it's just a short little section, um, because as you read it, the Holy Spirit can take that and do a great work in your life. Now, the Holy Spirit will work where he desires to work. He is fully God. He is all wise, and he will work as, as he deems fit. But when you go very humbly to God's word, and when you go expectantly to God's word, and you perhaps pray, Lord, I'm about to read your word. Um, fill me, lead me, guide me, illuminate my heart and mind, renew me. As I read it, encourage me. Uh, I want to live faithfully for you, and I recognize that the world is pouring into my life in more places than I care to admit, whether it's uh, the internet, my phone, the television, the radio, uh, friends, uh, co-workers, wherever, whomever, however that may be, we know that when we spend time in God's word, we know that that is uh, an encouragement in our lives, but it's also, it, it can be a corrective because God wants to lead us and guide us. God wants to convict us. God wants to help us know him better so that that time in his word is not just reading about information about God, but it's time spent with God, empowered by God, learning about God, learning about yourself and who you are in relationship with God. And so that's just a little bit of what 1 Corinthians 2 yields. I didn't even begin to address the text. I hope you'll go back and read 1 Corinthians 2 and just think about it. Meditate on it a little bit. And here's something to do. Get a sheet of paper. And if you have any questions from this, anything, or maybe not even questions, but um, an idea pops into your head, the light, the light bulb goes off, uh, write those things down. And I would love to hear from you. Share your ideas with me about what you learned or, or your questions about this scripture. And I would love to address that with you. So, guys, <clears throat> that was uh, not the direction I was planning on going, but maybe that was the Holy Spirit moving. That's what I'm praying was happening. Um, but I really feel it was important to know that God works in and through the word he has revealed to us about himself and about his work and who he is and all his promises and all the rest. And he works in our lives in a powerful way. And 1 Corinthians 2 reveals that that is a work of the Spirit. Uh, the Spirit speaks. He reveals God to, uh, to us, and he reveals who we are called to be in light of the relationship he wants to have with us. So, guys, again, if you have any questions, please don't hesitate to reach out. Uh, I'm here to spend time with you to help lead you and guide you if I can, uh, or just hear what you have to say and listen. I think that'll be a lot of fun. I hope you'll take advantage of that. Thanks for checking out the video, and I look forward to being with you next time. Have a great week.
guys, thank you so much for checking out the Walking Points podcast for today. I uh, hope you uh, got some insight and perhaps uh, we'll start praying and being more intentional and, and praying for uh, God to speak to you when you're reading scripture. And uh, it really is a, an intentional uh, time with God when we're reading the scriptures and really reading expectantly to hear from God. I know that I've uh, been blessed by that. Hey, if you want to check out more resources, I hope you'll go to daletetter.com, daletetter.com. I've got videos uh, there, some studies. I've got uh, some audio material, uh, written devotionals and Bible studies and a few other things that I think you'll enjoy and hopefully will bless you. So I hope you'll stop by there. But thank you for uh, checking out the podcast today, and I look forward to being with you next time. Thank you.